All right, welcome back to another episode of Chalk Talk. Fellas, it is Super Bowl week. Uh, big week here with the, the Chiefs and the Buccaneers. We'll get right into it. Hadley, intriguing matchup or maybe somebody who you think is going to play a huge role in this game? What are your overall thoughts on, uh, you know, is it Mahomes, is it Brady, is it somebody else? What, who do you think is going to have the most impact on this on this uh, game here? Yeah, so uh, I'm excited for Super Bowl week. I would say the matchup I'm looking forward to the most uh, is Tyreek Hill versus Buccaneers defense. Last time they played, Tyreek absolutely torched them. Uh, I want to say he had like 206 yards or something in the first quarter. It was something absolutely ridiculous. It was, I'm pretty sure, a record. Uh, if he gets loose like that, there's no chance the Buccaneers are winning. But I definitely think they contain him decently. I still think he has a 100-yard game. Uh, ultimately, I think the Chiefs' weapons are too much, and I'll get into my prediction later here. All righty. Sporty, what's your uh, intriguing matchup or uh, highlight player of the, of the Super Bowl? I'm going to be intrigued. Um, curious to see if uh, the Chiefs' defense can uh, get after Brady create and create turnovers and a few sacks to throw him off his uh, rhythm. All right. Yeah, I was going to say, um, those are definitely two key points of the game. Uh, I'm going to agree with Hadley here. I think not not only Hill, but, you know, can uh, the Buccaneers, um, can they guard Kelsey, Hardman, Hill? I mean, that, that's definitely going to be a tough challenge. So, you know, I, I would say you make somebody other than Hill beat you just because he torched you last game. So it'll, it'll be interesting to see how the Buccaneers defense could play. I mean, they've been playing pretty well. They've caused a lot of turnovers. They were able to shut down Michael Thomas uh, and then give the Packers um, – you know, fits throughout the game. So we'll be able to see if uh, they can keep that going for, for another game here. Um, let's jump right into our prop bets for this week. Hadley, start with you. Give me your three prop bets. Okay, here we go. These are guaranteed wins if you take my side. First, I'm going to go with the Gatorade bath. We're going to say it's going to be orange. Okay, all right. But the Chiefs picked last year. I think they're going to repeat. Maybe they're uh, their guys love to drink orange Gatorade. That's just my assumption, okay. so we're going orange. Uh, part B, we're going to go heads or tails. We're taking tails, never fails, all day, every day. All right. <laughs> and then three, I saw this one on, I believe it was around the horn. It was one, over or under one and a half times Bill Belichick's name being mentioned. I am going to take the way over. It'll probably probably be in the double digits. I'm taking the over. Those are my three poppets. All right, all right, Sporty. Before I ask yours, uh, Sporty, what do you think the Gatorade color is going to be? I'm going to go with uh, green. Green. Oof. Wow. Green. That that's. I mean, that would be. I think on on uh, on a, on any betting side, I think that would be uh, the one of the least likely to happen. So I mean, if it hits, I mean, hey, that's that's a big payout. Or you should put at least ten bucks on that. You could probably pay out two thousand. <laughs> hey, I'm, think, I'm thinking of the old show Nickelodeon. You know what I mean? Oh no, no, jeez, the, the the green slime, jeez. Slime, slime, yeah. <laughs> um. All right. So now moving on to the coin toss. You got heads or tails? Well, you know what? I got to go with heads. <laughs> why? Why do you have to go with heads? <laughs> like, I'm gonna go in the opposite direction of tails never fails. So. Might as well go with heads. Okay. All right. That, that's. I guess that's a fair statement. Um, but what's what's 
what is Ed's cool little slogan? It has none. Yeah. Right. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's just four years. So yeah, why not? So why not give it a? Why not give it a try? I mean, there you go. <laughs> Okay. No, da- no doubt on the no doubt on the heads. There um, we go. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna say when I was sitting here this morning, I was looking at you know just the odds of different uh, Gatorade colors, and I think orange is probably the most likely to happen. I think that's what uh, they have it set at right now with the odds. I'm thinking more of maybe. See, I was debating between two colors here: red or clear. Or it could just be, you know, the, the the white, or it could heck, it could just be water uh, that that they, that they dump on the coach. But being that both teams are red, I'm gonna say that uh, the Gatorade color is gonna be red this year. And then I'll take uh, I'll take tails. Tails never fails. We'll we'll, we'll take that. So, um, so sporty, what are your three prop bets? All right, number. Uh, let's start with uh, letter A here. Go with uh, Mahomes shredding the. Uh, Buccaneer secondary as he's just going to throw over for over 300 yards. All right. And we'll go letter B along with 300 yards. He's going to throw for four touchdown passes. Whew. All right. <laughs> and letter C. D. Uh, Clyde Edwards coming off an injury. I, I know he played a little bit two, uh, two weeks ago. Uh, he'll, uh, score, he'll score a touchdown. That's my hammer. Oh, that's, that's your hammer. Jeez, a little, little Clyde Edwards Hilaire touchdown. Yes. All right, so I got Mahomes anytime score. I just think, you know, they're going to get maybe down at the one quarterback sneak or they're going to be in the red zone. He's going to take off. Uh, Kelsey and Hill to combine for 200 yards. I think that's an easy hit. Um, you know, even if one has a bad game, which, you know, a bad game for one of them is like 70 yards. Uh, the other one's definitely they're, – they're, I, I could definitely see that hitting. And then I think Brady's going to throw for under um, 300 yards, even though I think, which I'll get to this prediction later, I think he's going to have to throw a lot. I just don't see him eclipsing 300 yards. So before we get into our picks, um, our straight winners, and then the spread, and then the over-under of points scored uh, in the whole game, we got a little interesting segment here. we got an NFL draft uh, with the Super Bowl rosters of our starting five if we were to come up with a, a basketball team here. So um, let's go let's go with uh, youngest to oldest here. We'll do a snake. Hadley, you got the first pick. So you need a point guard, shooting guard, small forward, power forward, and center. Okay, we're doing snake action, right? Yep. Okay. Um, so with my first overall pick – I'm going to take the Arizona alum and go with Rob Gronkowski. The guy's a freak athlete. Mm-hmm. He's going to dominate as my – I'm probably going to – we'll see, either power forward or center. Okay. Right now, power forward. But okay. he's, he's going to dominate that interior, oh, so I'm yeah. taking him. Yep. Um, I think I'm going to go with uh, Mahomes as my shooting guard. Um you know, maybe point guard, shooting guard, depending on you know where the rest of the the draft lies here. But uh, I think he could he could have a good jump, right? I mean, he's good at baseball, football. I mean, I know that you know doesn't necessarily translate to the court, but uh, I I could see him you know going off. I mean, it's Patrick Mahomes. Like, he's probably good at anything. So yeah, he could do anything in the yeah, world. I'm exactly. sure. Yeah. So all right, sport. You got two picks here. All right, I'm gonna go with my point guard. Uh, 
former Michigan alumni, uh, Brady. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, yeah, running the show. <laughs> run, he run, hey, runs a team. Yep. Who knows? Maybe he could play basketball and be a point guard. You never know. I mean, heck, he could, he'd be he'd be my guy if he uh, if we need you know free throw shooters at the end of the game. He'd be my guy. I want the ball in his be, hands and taking some free throws for me. So. Yeah, yeah he would. Uh, he would hit the rim about eighteen times and it would go in because yep. that's about how lucky that guy is. <laughs> All right, sports. You got your point guard. Who, who's next? I'm gonna go. With, I'm gonna go with my shooting guard. I'll go with. Uh, I'll go with uh, Fournette. Fournette is your shooting as a shooting guard. All right, I can see him. Little uh, stocky, little stocky shooting guard. So yeah. I could see uh, that could be a nasty two-three zone you're playing with uh, Brady and uh, Fournette up top there. Right. So, all right, uh, back to me. I'm gonna go with uh, give me give me Tyreek Hill. I already have Mahomes. Tyreek Hill's gonna be my point guard. Um, I'll put Mahomes as shooting guard. You know, whoever my center is, it's just you know an outlet pass to Mahomes, and then you know Cheetah's already down at the end of the court, so. Uh, we'll, we'll go. We'll go with Tyreek Hill as my as my point guard. All right, Hadley, you get two picks here. Okay. Um. Yeah, I'm actually going to take. We're gonna go with Mike Evans. Mike Evans. Okay. And the reason why he's a big athlete as well. Uh, so I'm probably gonna put him at my small forward. Okay. And then coming back around, we're going a huge lineup here. We're going to go with Travis Kelsey. Oh, man, that was going to be my next pick. <laughs> and we're going to put him at power forward, and we're going to have Gronk at center. So we got three trees Yep. Yeah, if no, you yeah. want to try to get to the basket. You got some some rim protectors there. So um, definitely not giving up any, uh, you know, offensive rebounds uh, against the other team you're playing against there with those three guys. So Yeah, uh, stay out the paint. Yep. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with, let's see, I need a big guy here. Give me, give me OJ Howard. I'm gonna put him okay. as I'm gonna put him as my power forward. You know, pretty tall, tight end. Um, I think he's you know pretty good on the uh, the interior there. And uh, I mean, who knows? Maybe he could get a nice little jump shot going here. So I, I like OJ Howard as my as my power forward. All right, so we got two two back to or back to back picks here. I'm gonna go with my small forward. I'm gonna go with uh, Michael Hardman. Okay. Uh, speedster yep like he probably he would probably get up and down the court pretty quick yep uh maybe get a couple boards couple couple points who knows i'll go with my power forward i'll go with uh iowa alum uh tristan wolfs shoot (laughs) that's that's a nice pick there well big guy big guy second it would be a big body to move, so I don't right. think anybody can move them. So yeah, oh, yeah. All right, let's see here. Um, I I mean, let's just go. Give me give me the Dominican Sue as as my center, just a big body. That's that's the only reason why I'm picking him here. I was down between Taco Tarleton and, and Sue, but I like and you know Jason Pierre Pauls, but I'm 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 gonna go with Sue, big body to move. Are you sure about Jason Pierre Paul? Am I sure? He doesn't. He's missing something. I, I know. But hey. Maybe that next factor. <laughs> I know. <laughs> of a win. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll go with the Dominican too. At, at, uh, you know, we'll move him to power forward and OJ Howard at, uh, 
at center here. So, all right, Hadley, back to back. Here we go. Uh, we're we're gonna go point guard running the floor, a little crazy, but we're gonna go Antonio Brown. Oh, jeez, that is crazy. That is a little He's crazy. So at point guard, um, and then we're gonna have his buddy Chris Godwin at shooting guard. So we got A. B. Godwin. Mike Evans, we got the whole receiving court, and then we got Kelsey and Gronk. Jeez, that, that's that's definitely a lineup there. Um, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Sammy Watkins. Um, right now my guards are Mahomes, Hill, and, and Watkins, and I think uh, you know I I just have a feeling Watkins. I think he's he's a, a, a knockdown uh, a three point guy, so I think he can he can get it done. So. My finalized team is Hill, Mahomes, Watkins, Howard, and Adamic and Sue. All right, Sporty, who's your last pick? Mr. Irrelevant, I guess, we'll, we'll say here for this draft. I'll go uh, I'll go with the starting center from the Chiefs, Austin Reader. Okay, all right. You need somebody, you know, to – I mean, heck, you already got the quarterback. You need the center to, you know, you got two floor generals out there. So I like that pick as well. All right, just for, you know, just for the heck of it, let's just add – uh, one one bench guy, um, sporty. We can we'll give you God. You can start with your bench guy. Who would you want? Uh, I'll go with uh, I'll go with Ronald Jones. Ronald Jones. Okay. Um, debating here between Jordan Whitehead and and Taco Tarleton. I mean, I need size, um, but at the same time. If my guards are running up and down the court, they're going to need a sub. You know, give me the pedal. I'm Jordan Whitehead. Um, enough said. I'm going to Jordan Whitehead as my, as my bench guy. Hadley, who are you going with? Yeah, so uh, focus the offense the whole the uh, whole draft here. We're going to go with the, uh, the landlord, the honey badger, Tyron Matthew. Oh, I like that. He's my guard coming off the bench. You know what? Even if AB's acting up, he can just go right in and start at point guard. So, exactly. Tyron Matthew. Hey, we're gonna have a poll on Twitter uh, later this afternoon, so we, we gotta we gotta vote to see who who has the best uh, basketball squad worth of. Uh, I like my squad. I like my squad. We'll see. I know each each squad has its you know has its strengths and weaknesses, and I, and I yes, think there is, there are solid some solid squads here. Hey, sporty. What? DWT. Time will tell. <laughs> TBA, buddy. Yep. TBA. To, to be announced. Yep. <laughs> So, all right, now we're going to jump right into our uh, Super Bowl predictions. We got, as some will say, Little Goat versus The Goat. Um, before we get into our predictions here, Sporty, if if Mahomes can't beat Brady this Super Bowl, no matter how many Super Bowls Mahomes ends up getting, do you think he can ever surpass Brady as, you know, one of the The Goat, if not, uh, uh, you know, one of the best all-time here at quarterback or even in the sport of football? I'm gonna say yes. You're gonna say yes. So even so, even if Brady beats beats him this year, you still like Mahomes still has a chance to be to become the goat. Yes, I, I think he'll play, I think Mahomes will play for twenty some more years, and yes, he'll, he'll. I think he'll pass Brady in terms of um, age, in terms of his last year, whenever right. uh, Mahomes playing. So yes. See, it'll be interesting to see how you know this generation of of quarterbacks. Um, will last, you know, can, can they rely? I mean, cause obviously they rely a lot on, on the ground as well. Um, 
don't know, just be interesting to see how the game evolves over time as far as uh, a dual threat quarterback. Um, guys like Jackson and, and Mahomes, how, how are they going to do? And Murray, uh, how are they going to do in the next, you know, maybe 10, 15 years? Hadley, do you think uh, Brady's the GOAT or um, does Mahomes still have a shot if the Buccaneers win this Super Bowl? Yeah, I would say if he can't beat Brady now, I, I'm not sure that he can ever pass. Right. And to me, uh, this go conversation is very touchy because I truthfully don't think Tom Brady is the greatest I've ever seen. Oh yeah, you, you but, like you like the the man up in Green Bay. Yeah, he's the best quarterback I've ever seen. Yeah, I I, I know that go is practically how many championships have you won nowadays but right that's not what i see it as but i would say mahomes is someone that is if he keeps this up he's more talented than aaron Rodgers is uh, which yeah. is crazy no i mean not yeah that's it's like nuts to think about um yeah it's i mean it's just really amazing to see how like i mean you got three different quarterbacks here you got you got brady who obviously doesn't rely on his legs you got rogers I would say I think this is a fair statement. I think Rodgers is almost like a hybrid of, of Brady and Emma Holmes with the way he's playing. I mean, I know he's I he's older, but like he's he's got strengths of you know what Mahomes has and what Brady has. So um, it's just unfortunate that you know from his standpoint, he just wasn't able to you know win a couple more Super Bowls because he's definitely definitely capable of you know leading a team there. It's just um, he's in this conversation. Every, all like all day. He's right. he's there. Yeah. And if people want to use the Super Bowl, I understand a lot of people value that. But to me, it's if if there's any sport that values teamwork and team accolades, it's the NFL. All right. So, but I, I would definitely say that uh, if Brady wins this, he earns my respect, and I would highly consider him putting in that. Like putting him in that role, right? Yeah, but uh, I I think Mahomes loses to him. I just don't. People won't let it go. Yeah. So I I would say he has to if he wants to pass him. Mm-hmm. That, and that's what I'm, I'm going to agree with you there. I mean, I, I think it's just the way and Brady has you know progressed throughout his career and, and how he's you know getting to the Super Bowls. Um, you put him in really any situation, he's you know, going to be one of the front runners to, you know, lead his team to the Super Bowl, and they're one of the favorites. So, I mean, even in year one here with the Buccaneers, I mean, I know they have a bunch of weapons, but still to, to lead the team in year one to a Super Bowl at the, at the age he's at and his playing status, I mean, that's just, you know, remarkable. So, I mean, I think if Brady ends up beating Mahomes here, I don't think that uh, Mahomes can ever surpass him. But, you know, if Mahomes beats him here and then later on wins a couple more, I think that Mahomes c- could indeed pass Brady. But, I mean, I think it's definitely going to be a very, very, very tough challenge. It'll be interesting to see how, like, what Mahomes can do, you know, once guys, like, if, if it ever happens where he loses Kelsey Hill and his other weapons around him, you know, what can he do if he goes to a new system, a new team uh, with new players and stuff, just to see um, if he can, you know, keep going with the way he's progressing or if, you know, there's a little slack, slacking off there with uh, – in a new system, which I don't think would happen, but it would just be interesting to see um, how he would build chemistry with some other players. So, um, so moving on to the game here, Chiefs are favored. Well, first of all, we'll go with just straight up Super Bowl winners. Uh, go ahead, give your score uh, and give me your Super Bowl MVP. Sporty, we'll start with you. Do you want to know this? 
score first. We'll go. We'll go. You can give me both. Give me score and uh, Super Bowl MVP. Score 38-24, Chiefs. All right. MV, MVP, uh, Mahomes. I was going to say, it's got to be Mahomes if, you're, if he's throwing for four touchdown passes. Right. <laughs> All right, Hadley. Okay, I'm actually uh, – I had a change of heart before the podcast. Whoa, I said whoa, over. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go under. I'm going to take KC 27 Tampa Bay, 20. Kind of a lower scoring game than people were picturing. Okay. All right. And who's your MVP? Mahomes. Mahomes. All day. Okay. Yep. I'm going to go with Mahomes as well. Uh, so we all have the Chiefs covering the, the three-point spread here. Uh, Hadley, with your score, you are obviously taking the under at 55.5. Sporty, you have the over. I'm going to go with – see, I was debating here. I didn't know if it was going to be maybe a, uh, maybe a 31-27 – um, maybe the Buccaneers score late touchdown, but I'm going to go with 34-24 Chiefs. They cover the spread and the over hits. So we got straight Chiefs here. Um, not saying the Bucs you know, don't have a chance to win it, but uh, I think it's just going to be too too much offense, uh, too many threats on offense for the, for the Chiefs, um, for, the, for, for the Buccaneers to handle. So, um, so now with the Super Bowl – uh, we're going to switch gears here to some college basketball. Uh, big game today. UNC-Duke. Uh, right now, I believe UNC is projected to be in, uh, in in some brackets. Duke, obviously not. Both teams having a disappointing season. Before we get to the UNC-Duke matchup here, um, could this be a year where UNC, Duke, Kentucky, and Michigan State all miss the tournament? Hadley, we'll start with you. Do you see a tournament where all four of these teams miss it this year? Yeah, if there's a tournament, uh, I, I would say at least two of them end up sneaking in. Two of them, okay. Uh, I know they're struggling right now, but on the outside looking in, that's where a lot of your college basketball fan bases come from. Right. Those, I think they're going to do whatever they can and give whatever reasons they can to make sure at least maybe a Duke or a Kentucky gets in there. Right. I think it helps views. I think it helps revenue. So, which is already going to be lacking, right? Uh, yeah. Knowing the the world right now, so I would say at least two of them get in as long as they're above average. Right. Yeah. Um, Sporty, do you see a tournament where all four of these teams, uh, you know, are not in it come March? Yeah, I I think out of those four, I think um, Duke or North Carolina will will get it. We'll get in just kind of. Like like Hallie said, uh, for the viewers to watch, because there's a lot of there's a lot of Duke fans and there's also a lot of North Carolina fans. So you gotta you gotta have one of those two teams in just just for people to uh, uh, watch the tournament this year. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it come down to maybe you know one of the last you know one of those playing games as eleven or twelve seed. You could maybe see you know UNC play Michigan State in a first round game there, um, but I don't see. You know, this would be the year that, you know, with the way things are heading, that, you know, all four of these teams don't make it. But I think that, uh, I think the winner of today's Duke UNC game is going to get in. Um, I think this is definitely going to dictate the rest of their season moving forward. It's going to give, you know, each team some momentum. Uh, North Carolina, you know, tough loss with Clemson. And then Duke, um, you know, they just blew out Clemson. But then they go and lose to Miami. So, I mean, both are having up and down year. Uh, Michigan State. I mean, there's another team. You know, you you lose a couple of games, then you go 
almost beat Iowa. So, I mean, anything can happen. Um, I would have loved to have seen what the odds would have been for Michigan State, Kentucky, Duke, and UNC to all, you know, miss the tournament this year. That was probably um, ten thousand, at least ten thousand to one. And I mean, heck, you, you take those odds, you, you put some money down ten thousand when it's ten thousand to one. So, um, but so anyway, moving on to today's game, UNC Duke, uh, first time that either team um, or both teams are not ranked. I think since maybe. Everyone, they, what they said, maybe like 1960s. Um, out of the last 100 matchups, Duke's 151, UNC's 149. Uh, total points scored, they're right around the same. Hallie, who, who's your uh, who's your winner today? Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Duke. I I watched them play Michigan State. I really don't think they have a bad team at all. Um, I just think they. You know, they're so young, didn't have much time to do anything, obviously. I'm not giving them an excuse, but... Mm, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with Duke. I think they have a better team. Okay. Sporty, who are you going with? Uh, I I don't know. This, this is a, it's, a tough, it's a tough one to gauge here. Uh, Duke, I, I know they're young. They're just... They're up and they're down. They just lost to Miami uh, just the other night. Right. Um... I guess I'll go with the the home team and uh, Coach K and the Dukies at home. Yep. I'm going to go with Duke as well, just at home. I think the spread in this game, I think Duke's favorite three and a half, but not that that matters. I think it's definitely going to be a close game. Um, what's going to be interesting to see is, uh, you know, Matthew Hurt, can he, how, how well is he going to perform? Because um, ultimately, I think if, if he doesn't play well, I, I think Duke loses this game. Um, and then, you know, UNC. From their standpoint, it's their their inside game that's really taken over. So, you know, how can the guards do and can they provide some points? Um, so I'm going to go with Duke here. Jalen Johnson, uh, I think he's going to put up a lot of points tonight as well. So give me the Duke. Yeah, he's a, Duke Blue he's a good player, Kev. I've watched him play. He's probably their best player. And I think in the NBA, he could be a really good player no, as well. Yeah, dude, his, his dunk on that guy from Clemson, the, the sound, just the sound yeah. alone was insane that, you know, he made when, once he – Slam that ball in there. So, um, so clean slate with Duke tonight. So, this week you saw Villanova lose uh, to St. John's, and you saw Houston lose to East Carolina. So, you know, maybe arguably, maybe the you know top five teams, two top five teams uh, in the nation lost this week. So right now, we'll just say hypothetically, Gonzaga one, Baylor two, Michigan three. Hadley, who would be your fourth number one seed if the tournament were to start today? That's a good question. Um, wow, there's a lot. There's a lot of teams. Ow. Currently, just hit my arm off something. Here. <laughs> there's a lot of teams that deserve to be number one. But also don't right. this year. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of teams that have played well, but it, with this year's standards, I, I I really I'm not sure. Uh, I would say Houston could easily still be in that conversation. Okay. Yep. And same with Nova. Uh, I I'd, I'd probably still keep Houston in there. I mean, I know they suffered the one loss, but I I think that's enough to keep them in. All right. Well. To counter that, let's see. I think they well they lost to East Carolina, and then earlier this year they lost to I believe it was Tulsa. So I think right so now I think right now they have two, I believe they have two losses right now. Yeah, 
Okay, I thought they were fifteen and one. I, I don't quote me on that, but I think they I think they have two losses. I believe so. Let me do some research here. You're doing some research already. All right. While Hadley's looking that up, Sporty, give me your fourth number one seed. Uh, I hate this. I hate to dislike this. Te- I I dislike this team a lot, but <laughs> they're playing probably the best basketball out of all the teams right now. So if I had to say my other, my fourth number one seed is the Buckeyes. I knew. Yep, I knew you're heading that direction. I mean, yeah, give the Buckeyes credit. I mean, they just beat Iowa, and and they're winning ball games. And I mean, it doesn't matter, you know, how ugly the games look or or if they're blowouts, they are getting the win. So, so sporty, you, you like uh, Michigan and Ohio State to be one seeds right now? Yes. Yeah, Michigan being the three seed, and then. Uh, Ohio State being a four. Okay. Um, all right. So let's just say you know Big Ten come Big Ten championship time, Michigan, Ohio State. Who who would you pick in the Big Ten championship? Uh, you got to go. You got to go with Jawan Howard. And be <laughs> so I mean that that would be an interesting interesting Final Four. Like, I mean, not that you know typically we never see you know all four one seeds make it, but you got so according to sport we have Gonzaga and Ohio State could potentially meet up in the Final Four, and then you have Baylor and Michigan. Um, I mean, heck, I mean, that's, I was even debating, you know, putting Ohio State in at the four seed, or the the fourth best team in the nation with the, having the fourth, uh, number one seed there. Um, I was debating between Alabama, Ohio State, and Texas, and I think overall, I mean, even though Alabama just lost to a really good Oklahoma team, I'm going to put the Crimson Tide in as the fourth number one seed. They're playing some really good basketball. They just blew out LSU, um. I just think that uh, I think they're a pretty solid basketball team. I mean, no discredit to Ohio State. Um, I think that would be a really interesting matchup if Ohio State and Alabama played rematch the national championship in college football. So um, it's interesting to see that both Bama and Ohio State are ranked very high this year, considering the fact that they both just played in the college football national championship. So um, granted, you know, those two fan bases – just very like dislike each other a lot so um i think that would be a really cool and interesting uh matchup if it happened in march hadley got any uh research for us uh, yes, yeah, I... they, did, they did lose the tulsa by one uh, okay by one all right a, a long time ago i'm still gonna go with houston i think they're a better basketball team than ohio state i've watched them a few times i think they're flawed in their own right i know that it's, it's the big 10 and it's competitive competitive and it helps the resume but Right. I still think Houston's the better team. So here, here's my last question. Would you like to see this? Let's just say, you know, the teams, they end up, you know, getting a couple more wins later on in the season, and they're right on the bubble. Would we like to see a Pitt-Penn State uh, first, you know, those first four games? Uh, would you like to see them as one of the, you know, the last four teams in and potentially play in that first uh, round? Have yeah, 100 I yeah. think that'd be a really good matchup this year. I think they're pretty evenly matched. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say Penn State's a lot more up and down than Pitt is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that'd be a really good game. I'd, I'd definitely watch that. Yeah, I think uh interesting matchup would be, uh, you know, Champagny and um, oh, center from Penn State. Is it Hant? Is it Hara? Hara. Yeah, Hara. I think that, that, I mean, just watching him the other night against. Uh, or who they played last night. They played Maryland, and then even against Wisconsin, he was getting boards, you know, at will. 
he was just you know boxing everybody out and he he can get boards and that's the way Champagne is he can go up and get the ball so um and then you got Xavier Johnson and uh Sam Ses- Sesums yeah yeah yep. the transfer from Binghamton so um Oops. I think uh I think that would be a very intriguing uh, matchup, and I think that's something that the whole state of Pennsylvania would want to see. Uh, yeah. By the way, I'd love to shout out my uh, former marketing partner, John Hara. Uh, shout out to him. Oh, all right. There you go. He's got some connections here to the Nittany Lions. Me and him uh, had a presentation a few months ago. It went pretty well. Shout nice. out. Nice, nice. Sporty, would you like to see this matchup with Pitt-Penn State? Oh, I would love to. I love, I love seeing, seeing rivalry games. Uh, it just makes the game more exciting, you know, more right. exciting to watch. Uh, hey, this who, who would have thought Penn State and Pitt would be on the bubble this year for basketball during during this pandemic? Right. I mean, nobody would have, nobody would have thought this. Yeah, I mean, I mean Penn State has an interim coach. Yep. Come on, come on. Now. <laughs> I mean, you know, Penn State isn't always you know known for really not known for basketball, and, and Pitt, you know, was a basketball school. And they're slowly starting to get uh, get that resume back to being, you know, a basketball school. Um, we're not just gonna we'll just leave it at Kevin Stallings' fault for that, and then we'll just we'll just move on from that. Um, I think Capel's gonna bring them back. Uh, he's already shown improvements here, so it would definitely be interesting to see battle of the Keystone State, Pitt, Penn State. Um, so, any uh, before we wrap up here, any uh, anything? Specific that uh, we're looking forward to Saturday, Sunday. I know, obviously, I mean the Super Bowl, but uh, anything specific, Hadley? Yeah, we got two hammers. Oh, two, they have two hammers. It. Yep, two hammers. Boom, two of them. <laughs> yep, we got two sporty. Look out. I'm ready, buddy. Okay. Here we go. Number one. This one, to me, is a double lock. Oh, okay. You take the over on Travis Kelsey yards. And you're taking the over on his touchdowns. He's not just getting one. Ooh, he's getting two. Getting two. Ooh. If you can same game parlay that, you're going to make a lot of money thanks to me. All right. All right. We'll so see. Travis Kelsey, big day. Big day. <laughs> I, hey, to go, to go along with Hallie's Hammers, I got two myself. All right. All right. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. In relation to uh, Hallie's NFL tomorrow's Super Bowl, I'll go with, uh, like I said, predicted. Mahomes over three yards passing, plus four touchdowns. So, passes. All right, so that's that's a hammer. I mean, I hammer guess I, I guess my hammer is sealed. I guess my <laughs> my hammer would be. Uh, I'm gonna say you, you take the over and you and you take the Chiefs spread. I think. I mean, even though that's you know, I wouldn't say that's a, a you know, it, it definitely could happen. Probably have a better chance of happening, but I, you know, we'll say one of my other hammers. Give, uh, like I said earlier, Mahomes anytime score, and I'm, I'm going to stick to my my prop bet of, of Kelsey and Hill combining for over 200 yards receiving. I I, I think that that's going to be um, the story of the Super Bowl, and you know that could easily hit with uh, Sporty's and and Hadley's hammers here with uh, Kelsey receiving yards. You know he he catches two touchdown passes. To go with Sporty's hammer, Mahomes throws for four touchdowns. So we all kind of are relying on Mahomes to do well and Kelsey and Tyreek Hill to do uh, just as well. So, um, so 
That was only one hammer, Kev. I got one more. Oh, okay. Whoa, so you got, you got whoa, one more hammer. One. Okay. Like breaking news. Yep. So that was one in itself, but it was a double. Okay, so a, a double, double, a double, double whammy and one hammer. Okay. This one we've been we've been giving uh, the Chiefs a lot of love this podcast. I'm yep. gonna give the Bucks side of things some some love here. Uh, second hammer. This one might even be a bigger hammer. Mike Evans' first touchdown. Ooh. Whoa! Every game I watch, Mike Evans, he's first touchdown. I think it's going to be scoreless after the first. Okay. I think the Chiefs kick a field goal. I think Mike Evans is the one that scores the first touchdown, and you know how Patrick Mahomes is as soon as he gets down by any amount of digits. Mm -hmm. That's whenever they start turning. Swing it! (laughs) (laughs) So we're going to go Mike Evans, first touchdown, out the gates. All right. Um, I was proud of my recliner. Jeez. <laughs> Jeez. All right. So, um, yeah, Super Bowl weekend here. We'll, we'll be back next week to uh, recap the Super Bowl and uh, probably dive into some more college basketball. And we will break down some NBA action and look at the NBA standings as well. So, next week we'll send it. And, uh, you know, I, I can't wait. Can't <laughs> wait. Can't wait. I mean, I don't. I don't even care who who really wins the Super Bowl. I mean, when Brady was with the Patriots, I didn't want them to win because I think it was just a Patriot thing of me that I just didn't want to see the Patriots win it. But I mean, as long as it's a close game and it's a good game, that's all that matters to me. So I mean, you got you got two pit guys on the Bucks, one on the the Chiefs. So I, it's a win win from a pit standpoint. But uh, last last words, ready? Last words here, go ahead. Oh, all right, we got the oh, Chiefs, baby. <laughs> Uh, this, this is an Atlanta Braves game. Come on. <laughs> All right. Shock talk out. <laughs>